Welcome to season three of Pursuing God podcast. We are so grateful that you are joining us for the season. We are going to dive in deep into the book Fervent, written by Priscilla Shire, where we're going to pray specific prayers for specific areas in our lives. If you have any prayer, concerns, or comments, go ahead and email us at hello at northcitychurchmpls.com. We do have a prayer team that gathers every first Tuesday of the month at 8 p.m. And if you want to join the team, go ahead and email us and we will have you connected. We pray that this season and this episode will bless you. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode three of Pursuing Pursuing God podcast. I am your host, Adobe Nduka. I am a spiritual formation director here at North City Church and welcome. So glad that you are here either watching or listening um, to me. So we are, of course, diving into this book. Now, if you have, if this is your first time just logging in, watching or listening, we are in the book Fervent. That's what we are going to dive into this season and we are going to pray about our identity so in the last two episodes the first one was our passion we prayed for passion we prayed that god can help us with our focus and today is going to be our identity now i do have a question for you when someone woke up to you or meeting you for the first day first time and ask you who are you Where's the first thing that comes to mind? Like, who are you? Of course, if you're anything like me, the first thing of course comes to my mind is that, oh, I first tell you my name. You know, that's first thing first. Okay, tell you my name, where I'm from, let you know how many kiddos I have, because I love my babies. Um, and yeah, I think that's about, oh, let me see. Yeah, I'll tell you where I'm from, which... You know, I'll give you like, okay, do you know where I'm from or do you want to know where I'm from from? You know, because <laughs> I was born in New York, but, you know, definitely from Nigeria. My parents born, raised in Nigeria. So I was born in New York, but I was raised in Nigeria. So I always give these people, what do you mean, where I'm from or where I'm from from? You know, how far back you want to go? Um, but basically, encompass it and say, I'm a New York born Nigerian. That's just a quick way how I respond to that, and then how many kiddos I have. And then, you know, depending on the standing, I can tell you, okay, where I work, what I do for work, and that ends the conversation. So, um, but man, let me tell you something. Especially turning 40 <laughs> last year, I find myself in this space where I have to, like, and I honestly, I truly believe that God um open up this space for me whereas like okay adobe who are you you know like okay everything that you're hoping to happen didn't happen okay then down now what right and i find myself in the space where i have to ask myself that question and you know the crazy thing for me is i was watching one of the services <clears throat> for new year's eve and um the pastor i was watching um was talking about identity like who are you you know you go through 2020 who are you now who are you when after you know during this pandemic when you know all the things you're hoping for to happen didn't happen um 
a loss that you were not expecting happen. You know, a lot of things have shifted. Like, who are you now? And I'm just like, okay, that's confirmation for sure. At least for me, it's like, okay, Adobe, who are you now? Like, who are you at age 40? Because who I am at age 40 is definitely not the person I was in my 30s. I'm going to tell you that right now, not even at 39. So, um, and in that process and in that journey, you know, I to, you know, I to go to God, honestly. And I'm going to quote this, um, um, statement that Dr. Miles Monroe said, I've heard him say this cause I've worked, you know, I watch his, um, I've watched him preach and listen to his sermons. And I heard him say this and I thought, Oh my God. And this is what he says. He says, if you want to know the purpose of a thing, don't ask the thing, ask the manufacturer. And man, that was the thing that popped to my mind when I was trying to figure out, okay, who am I now? Like, who am I? Not what I do. Not what I do. Because I have noticed definitely my late, late thirties, most definitely. I noticed that I was, um, attaching my, uh, attaching my identity in what I did. And if what I'm doing is not spectacular or not being in grandiosis as or grandiosis as I hope I was hoping for it to be, then I would take it as, oh my gosh, like I must not be anointed or I must not be called to ministry. I mean, I even went through that whole thing. Like, did God really call me to preach? It was a whole thing. And it starts affecting who I am. Because what I'm doing is not making the impact that I was hoping that it would make, if that makes sense. So it was not making the impact. So I'm thinking, okay, well, I must suck. I must not have it. You know, I must not be whatever. Um, so I find myself sitting down going to God like, okay, Lord, who am I? You know, you created me. I'm for sure. I'm trying to figure that out. And I've been trying to figure that out. Um, and lo and behold, the Lord most definitely answered that question. And so reading this book and seeing that um, our identity is one of the things that um, Priscilla Shire brought up in her book for us to pray about. I thought, oh, absolutely. Because let me tell you something. If you don't know who you are, not what you do, because who you are, you bring it to who, what you do. It's just, it's just what it is. If you do not know who you are, listen, at the end of the day, you will leave yourself to abuse or being mishandled because you don't know who you are. You don't know where to put the boundary, the, the boundaries and say, or, and to say yes to this or no to that. You don't know. So, um, I was grateful that she brought this up. And honestly, I want you to really think about that. I don't want you to be like, oh, yeah, I know. I already know who I am. You know, I'm from whatever state. I'm born in this family. This is what I do. No, 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 no. Don't skip past this and just listen. Just walk back. No, 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 no. I really want you to sit down and really think. Really think. Meditate on it. Ask God, Lord, who am I? Who am I now? 
I noticed who I was last year or the year before. But with all this changes, all the shift that have happened in the last year, like who am I, who am I now? Who am I showing up as in my job? Who am I showing up as, um, as a daughter? Or, you know, if you have children, as a mom, as a sister, if you have siblings or a brother, you know, as a sibling, you know, um, who are you now? Who are you show, showing up as? How do people, how do people perceive you? How do people experience you, you know, as you are living in this world? What do people get when they get you? Who are you? really want you to sit in there and meditate on that. If you need, if you are the type of person that write in your journal, write it down. What pops up? What questions do you have? Ask God, speak to him, speak to family, friends, you know, people around you that you trust that you um, interact with more. Hey, you know, what, what do you experience when you're with me? You know, like get some feedback from people and see if, you know, if the, if you see uh, some similarities or if you see some differences and trying to figure that out. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to read for Priscilla Shire. She goes into Ephesians 1 <laughs> verses 1 through 14 and really lists out our identity in Christ Jesus. You know, if you have given your life to Jesus. And you have surrendered your life to the Lord and said, Lord, okay, I'm giving you my heart. I'm giving you my life. I'm letting you to be not only my savior, but also my Lord to lead me in this path that you have created for me. There's an identity that Jesus puts on us because now you're not a sinner anymore. Now you are the beloved of God. You're now called his child. So if you have, if you would like to go ahead, go to Ephesians chapter one and read verses one through 14 on your own, if you would like to meditate on these, but I want to um, read these out because I personally think this is a wonderful foundation to start off of, to know this is who you are point blank. It doesn't, for the fact you said Lord Jesus, enter my heart. I surrender to you. You are now my Lord and Savior. This now becomes your identity, your identity. So let me go ahead and read this. So first off, uh, if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are equipped through Christ with every spiritual blessing. Every spiritual blessing you are equipped with it. You have been chosen in him before the foundation of the world. You are regarded as holy and blameless before him. Isn't that amazing? Because his blood has washed, I mean, listen, washed away all of your sins. You come into him blameless and holy. I think that is amazing. You have been adapted through the kind intention of his will. You're redeemed and forgiven, lavished with grace. You are now recipients of a glorious inheritance in heaven and sealed with the promise, 
with the promised Holy Spirit. That is amazing. It is mind blowing. This is something you have to sit and literally meditate on to really um, grasp the the impact and the heaviness of each of this identity. Because I think it it is amazing when you have the revelation when you truly truly receive the revelation that you are equipped with every spiritual blessing that you've been chosen before the foundation of the world that you are holy and blameless before him that you've been adopted through his kind intention that you've been redeemed forgiven lavished with grace that you're recipient of a glorious inheritance in heaven and have been sealed by the promised Holy Spirit honey let me tell you something you are gonna walk with confidence not with arrogance but with confidence with your head high knowing that if God is for me who can be against me you hear what I'm saying to you listen you will walk differently you will behave differently. You will react differently because you know where you belong. You know you have a belonging. That there's a space, there's a, a wonderful, powerful, holy being that receive you as his own. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. And um, as I was reading this, um, this uh, chapter, Priscilla Shire mentioned something that I wanted to read to you because like she said, and I agree with her, that the enemy will absolutely come after your identity. Because if you don't even know who you are, man, like you're basically lost. You are aimless or you're aiming at the wrong thing or you're focusing on the wrong thing. You know, so I want to read what she says about the enemy's goal in going after your identity. And I think it is really good. She says, if I were your enemy, I would devour your strength and magnify your insecurities until you until they dominate how you see yourself, disabling and disarming you from fighting back, from being free, from being who God has created you to be. I'll work hard to ensure that you never realize what God has given you. So you will doubt the power of God within you. And that the truth. That is so true. Because let me tell you something. When you know who you are, listen, not and you will not let anybody just come at you any kind of way. You, you, you know, there's a standard that you have about yourself within yourself it's like no 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 no. you can't talk to me that way no 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 no. you cannot treat me that way you know what i'm saying like no you have to come at me correct you know you can't come at me sideways absolutely not um and she she says more and i I love this i'll keep reading here she says the enemy wants you to suffer from a case of mistaken identity makes his job a whole lot easier and makes your defense a lot weaker. He's working overtime to keep your identity maxed or masked 
to keep the truth from coming out that you are indeed alive and free and empowered by God's own spirit to fight victor victoriously against him. He would rather conspire to keep you in a state, in a constant state of mourning, grieving over who you wish you were instead of relishing who you really are. Is excavated by insecurity and crippled by self-doubt. He wants you lifeless, disengaged, brainwashed into believing you have nothing of value to offer. Girl, boy, bruh, sis, let me tell you something. <laughs> This is his tactics, absolutely, to make you feel like you got nothing. You have nothing to say. He will absolutely magnify and elevate um, your insecurities. And listen, that is not what Jesus Christ died for you to elevate and um, magnify your insecurities. No, we all have insecurities. That, that is a given. That is a given, but that's not why Jesus came. You know, he didn't come and die and raise from death so that you can dwell in your insecurities. Oh, absolutely not. It's for you to overcome them and become who God had in mind when he created you, when he put you in your mother's womb. God had somebody in mind. There's an identity that God himself had when he created you and made you and put you in your mother's womb, he had a purpose for your life. He had called you, made you, loved you, love you. Absolutely. I don't know anybody that makes something that they hate. You know, God did not make any human being to hate. Absolutely not. He created all of us in love. But unfortunately, in this world that we live in, in the fallen world that we're living in and being born into sin, sadly things of course, happened to us, things that have happened before we even came to this earth. But yet God says, I have overcome the world. Just come to me. All right. So we are going to go ahead and dive in and pray and ask our heavenly father to reveal to us who we are in him, to give us the revelation of who we are. And to help us to press in, to lay hold of what it is that he has laid hold in us. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful. Thank you so much that in your son, Christ Jesus, we do have an identity. Thank you, Lord, that you had us in mind. You have an identity in mind you had a purpose in mind when you formed us and put us in our mother's womb lord we are asking you you the glorious father of our lord jesus christ to give us spiritual wisdom and insight so that we might grow in our knowledge of you i pray that our hearts will be flooded with light so that we can understand the confident hope you have given us your holy people who are your rich and glorious inheritance. I pr also pray that we will understand the incredible greatness of your power for us 
the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at your right hand in heavenly realms. Lord, I beg you to open eyes of our understanding and to give us the revelation that we are your workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which you have prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. We are also a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of your own possession, so that we may proclaim the excellencies of you who called us out of darkness into your marvelous light. Lord God in heaven, help us to see, show us, tell us, lead us, so that we can grab hold and never let go, no matter the schemes of the enemy, of who you have called us to be, who you have created us to become. Lord, we praise you for we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works that our souls know very well. May the glory, majesty, dominion, and authority be to you who is able to keep us from stumbling and make us stand in your presence of your glory, blameless with great joy. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I honestly hope and pray to God our Father that this prayer has really touched you, that it has blessed you, that it will transform you, if anything, to create an hunger or eagerness within you to, to seek God and say, Lord, show me who I am. Because you're tired of trying to figure out who you are. You've tried different things thinking, okay, maybe you're this or maybe you're that or maybe you're this and maybe you're that. And you find yourself exhausted. Some of you probably find yourself in the middle of a breakdown because you've been doing thinking that what you do is really who you are, but it is really not. And you find yourself so exhausted. So I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you let go of the doing and lean in to God so he can show you how to be from here on out. Well, God bless you. Have a wonderful week. And by the grace of God, I will see you here um, next week. Actually, it will not be me. Actually, it will be Pastor JD. He'll be leading us in prayer for the next thing um, that we'll be targeting. So I hope you will join us here next week. God bless you and take care.